welcome to The Challenges of Change, the podcast where we explore the transformative journey towards self-improvement and personal growth. I'm your host, Laura, a mindset coach in the health and fitness industry, here to guide you through the hurdles that life throws at you. In each episode, we'll delve into practical strategies and insightful discussions to help you manage stress, regulate your emotions, upgrade your mindset, and ultimately reclaim your sense of worth. I'm thrilled to have you join me on this journey of change, challenges, and self-discovery. I, of course, am Laura, and I am so happy that you are here because I have been on a kick of trying to get you guys to suffer less and not stress out as much. And there is a specific topic, hint, we're going to cover it today, that really gets into this and we actually have a lot of authority over it. So for those who don't know, I work as a stress and mindset coach. I also have worked as a health and life coach and a nutrition coach and a personal trainer because each step of the way, I was trying to help people get what they really wanted. When I was a personal trainer, people wanted to lose weight. And when I became a nutrition specialist and they were losing weight, they weren't satisfied, even though they got what they wanted because they wanted the feeling. And so I became a health and life coach to try and understand how to make it lasting. And that worked, but they still weren't satisfied because they kept sabotaging because of their stress. Ultimately, their mindset is what needed work. So today, we're going to talk a little bit about mindset to help you understand how you might be distorting, deleting, and generalizing elements of your life in a way that will cause suffering for your life, unnecessary suffering too. So, boo. So, why does it matter? Why does looking at these topics matter? When we're making decisions, so much of the time, we're not present. We're running on comfort and autopilot, which has its moments, but we are, we've are we delegated so much of our life there that a lot of people are feeling stuck and meaningless and they don't feel like they're living up to their potentials or truly satisfying the one life we get to live. And we create a lot of these problems and patterns for ourselves because we're not aware because we don't like discomfort. But what we neglect to understand is that the discomfort we experience, we're using right now as a tool to lie to ourselves, to manipulate our own mind, to get us back to a state of comfort. And that, again, on autopilot. But you can actually update your autopilot to be aligned with how you want to respond and how you want to behave. Because right now, the pattern is taking you away from your life, out of your life, and actually making more suffering because you don't know the good type of discomfort to watch out for that can actually help propel you in your life and can move you forward. So let's talk about the three before I get too broad. So what are deletions? This is when we delete large amounts of our experience. And deletion is essential, really, as... We take in such an abundant amount of data throughout our day, but we need to be selective about it and be intentional about using our intention, intentional meaning you're here, not autopilot, using our intention to decide what isn't worth saving or storing in our mind. For example, imagine you're crossing the road with heavy traffic. You need to be aware of your current situation so you don't get hit by a car. 
obviously, and not concentrating on the thousands of images, smells, feelings, fast sounds, and things around you. You might see a really cute dog, but if you pay attention to that dog and not the car coming towards you, not going to go well. So we are deleting a ton of information, but it's working for us in that scenario. Let me give you another scenario. You come home and you hit every red light and you spilled on yourself on the way home. And when you get home, your kids run up and they give you a big hug and they hurt your back. And so you yell at them. But what you also didn't see is how your wife was crying in the corner and how there was a black mark on the ceiling. And you're only paying attention to the fact that your back hurts because that's what your focus is on, deleting the fact that maybe your wife burned something and there's a black thing on the ceiling and that's why. Or the fact that your wife's upset to begin with. Again, deletions aren't bad, but they aren't always good. What matters is the intention around them. But these other two, distortions and generalizations, these tend to be the ones that we have the most power of and the ones that tend to run us the most. So let's switch that script. We use distortions to bring meaning to our world. Distortions add weight to our beliefs that we already hold and values and is the basis for our creativity as well as our paranoia. So as you can see, these things are good and or bad. So let me give you an example. Your boss doesn't say hello to you in the morning and you make it mean that your boss is unhappy with you. Whereas the reason may be that maybe your boss went through a breakup. Maybe there's a health scare in the family. Maybe they didn't sleep well because their partner snores. We try to make sense of our world and that's not a bad thing per se, but when we don't check how we might be distorting or how we are making meaning of our world, and you may have heard me say this, it's what we make things mean, which is huge. We create assumptions and stories and we get hooked on them and get heated and emotionally bothered for no apparent reason. This was something my husband struggled with when we first started to get together to the point I remember us arguing and him telling me I said something I'm like when the heck did I say that and it turns out he was actually having an argument in his head and I said some things in his head and as soon as I asked him that he realized it but that's how bad distortion can be where you can get so mad at the person you love the most simply because your brain's trying to make sense of something and stay within its own comfort zone and then there's generalizing Ugh. So many of us do this. I'm totally guilty of it myself. We generalize from our past experience and create our own rules and beliefs. For example, you may say something like, I never get a promotion just because you weren't offered the most recent promotion. Or you may generalize to keep yourself safe by creating a phobia after being bit by a dog, let's say. Does that mean all dogs will attack you? No, but you might make the generalization that all dogs are unsafe, which totally isn't true, but it makes sense if that's your previous experience to be cautious, but the generalization limits you. What if it was that one dog and the next dog is actually your total best friend? Or what if you are in a relationship and there's a misunderstanding, you distort something, and rather than talking it out, because ghosting culture is so popular, rather than talking it out, you ghost someone and you lose a potential mate or potential best friend just because you felt like, well, there's no point in having this conversation. They never listen to me anyways. These are subtle patterns 
We all fall victim to these, but they're subtle. Simply by catching them, we can really change our experience and see our life. Does it take a little effort? Yeah, a little bit. Not nearly as much as some of the other things I've encouraged you guys to do. This is just being curious enough to hear your thoughts, to witness your mind, to understand what's going on. Simply by doing that, you're gonna stop a lot of the pain that you're creating. You're gonna create more connection. You're gonna live more presently in your life and actually be able to like absorb the joy, which is kind of what I feel like we're all seeking in general. But you have to want, you have to want it. You have to want to not suffer. You have to want to see these patterns and see how they're creating disagreements, creating disconnection, and choose to just be a little mindful. It might feel like meh, but it's actually really, really powerful. You are wired to be how you are. And although we want change, it's important to understand that it does take consistent effort of small changes to truly create the bigger change. We get so impatient because we want it right now. And I like things now too. But if you look back on the last five years of your life and what you were able to create and what you were able to overcome and the different moments and memories and experiences you've had, or if you think to the next five years what you're going to experience, you're going to continue to be this person. You're going to continue to have similar experiences. If you are addicted to not enough time, you're always going to feel urgent and rushed until you do the work to change that. But in five years, you could totally be free of that. You could be free of that in a year. It just takes small, consistent changes and a broad mind. Live in the one life that you actually get to live. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of The Challenges of Change. If you're ready to stop stressing and reclaim your sense of worth, be sure to visit my website at www.changebychallenge.com. There, you'll find loads of resources, blog posts, and information on how to work with me, Tora, as your personal mindset coach. Remember, if it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. Don't let burnout or any other obstacle hold you back from living your best life. Take the first steps towards positive transformation today. Thank you again for listening. Stay confident, stay inspired, and embrace the challenges of change. Until next time.